Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good to see you all this morning. Um, welcome to today's installment of Leadership Class. Let me kindly just see your greetings this morning from wherever you're tuned in from, all across the world, the nation, and this family. Wherever you're tuned in from, all the houses, I greet you this morning, and all the families. I greet all my fellow stakeholders this morning. So it's great to see you this morning, wherever you're tuned in from. I see the House of Capital tuned in. Elite Prosperity HQ, love to see you. Pastor Leah, good to see you. And uh, House of Prosperity, Pastor Corinne. So let me greet, shout out to the Connect family. Greetings to the Connect family. Greetings to the Elite Prosperity family. Greetings to the Powerbase Institute. Is the Powerbase Institute on this morning? Just help me with all the families, guys. I believe there's 12 families. Let me greet all 12 families this morning. Um, greetings to the COD Wealth family. Greetings to you. Is there any COD Wealth in, in, this, um, in the studio today? Aha, Remy's here. I was scared after yesterday, maybe I lost all my COD fans. Beauty said I tried to shut down COD. I didn't try to shut down COD. But they kind of support COD, give their pastors. You don't want to lose your fans from COD at all. If not, when they say your name, nobody will shout for you. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I don't want to cross that line. <laughs> Good morning to the Inspire family. Have I greeted the five? Have I greeted the five families? Yeah. Good Good morning to the leaders of the five families, the generals, Pastor Nikki, um, Pastor Onyeka Obi, Pastor Dami, senior pastor, Pastor Ndidi, Light Life Family, good morning. Inspire Family, good morning. House of Medics, Hope Dealers. Who else again? Who am I missing out? I don't want to miss out anyone. Good morning, Allure House, huh? The banking family, the bank, of course. Pastor Abba, good morning. All the leaders across this nation, and of course, to the HQ, Pastor Lucy and her team, uh, to the global pastor, Pastor Tobia de Boyega, and to the global assistant, Pastor Sam, senior pastor. Good morning to this entire nation. Such a beautiful family that we have. I'm sure wherever you're tuned in from, you're tuned in with a greater number of people ever since our induction Sunday. Wasn't that so awesome, guys? Induction Sunday was absolutely amazing. The opportunity to add more soldiers to your house. Yes, life families, Pastor Sylvia. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Daniel Ihediwa, State House. Our very own Oholiab. Did you like PT's cap? The family cap. I need one, Pastor Daniel. Don't do me like... Don't bring this like two years' time, though. I Please, I'm begging. I do need one. That cap is so cool. It is, isn't it? Especially since I started this cap culture. I'm seeing caps everywhere, Pastor. Uh, Mariam has LV. I trust Mariam to not say, mm -mm, I'm not wearing New York with you guys. No, no, no. It has to be LV or Gucci or one of those ones. And of course, Pastor Nyeka now has a reason to cover his bald head. Yes. His bald head is covered. Shanice is there hiding behind a cap as well. Yeah, yeah. Cap stuff. I'm the most unlikeliest person to become a fashion icon. 
I'm going to call myself a fashion icon. Listen, I have to milk everything for what it's worth because <laughs> I'm very far from being one. So any little opportunity, let me just milk the situation. Pastor Chris is here from the um, Elite Prosperity. Good to have you in the studio, sir. And um, of, where's Pastor David, though? Okay, so Pastor Kim, you're in even more trouble now. Where? No. Is that who you're on about? Oh. Why do I do these things? I really came for you yesterday, didn't I? Unbelievable. But why are you registering a pastor? Oh, it's in my own that you didn't make leadership chairman. But he should with the amount of help he gives my the houses. He's a, he's a leader. There was a time when David was shaky, but now he's like everyone's help. Uh, there was a time. You are the fashion icon. Thank you. The more you say it, Wanu, the more I believe. Even though there are great oppositions like Pastor Sam and Pastor Onyeka Obi and Pastor Nikki. These are great fashion oppositions. There's one thing that Pastor Nikki wore that till today, that thing tensions me in my sleep. One Gucci lungs, that thing was aye. That's the that is the definition of prosperity right there. <laughs> If you're a Pastor Nikki hater, that thing will mess you up in your sleep. You just will be waking up in a cold sweat like, oh. I just had a dream of Pastor Nikki's. Nothing. <laughs> uh, good morning to my team. That's um, Pastor Charlie is on a mission. Yeah, he's got my team here. That's Reese, Luke, Scott. You know when I'm saying names like that, you know where they're from. It's fine. It's not um, Dolu and Carl. Although Tolu is here, I can see that about. I can see Julie. Julie, right? Uh huh. Julie is here. There's a guy who greeted you on Thursday. Ignore him. I'll, I'll make it plain to you who he is. Just ignore him. He can be a bit scary, but ignore that guy. <laughs> Good morning to everybody. Good morning to this entire nation. It's you. You just wonder, what else do other people do on their Saturday morning, right? It's good to have a relaxed environment where we talk and we can review our week. Congratulations to Love House on their new responsibility of um, the August service. And she came up to me after to say, sir, we are Love House. I said, no, you are Love House. Why are you just giving me money responsibility for no reason? You are Love House. <laughs> You're going to cover it. <laughs> That's so awesome. And I think um, we have to continue to commend ourselves across the nation as we grow. It is an amazing thing since the induction week. So I've got most of those who are inducted in the Pulse family here this morning. Um, and it's great for us to sit down and review the word all the way from Monday's word down to yesterday. Pastor Nikki started us off in that um, Friday service by reminding us that we're stakeholders, right? And um, she also told us that we're partners. And then PT came to bottle the point that we're stakeholders and not placeholders. And I don't think anyone here in the studio right now is a placeholder. I want to believe that you're not a placeholder. But it is, according to the word, this is something that you run for and you fight for. Your opportunity to prove yourself to the work and to the family to the mission because that's what a stakeholder is 
someone who is committed to an objective of the company or committed to the objective of the family. Yeah? So we're not, we're believing or we, we tuned in this morning to say we are not placeholders, we are stakeholders. And off of the back of that word, I want you to think about all the things that you believe are your responsibility towards this work. Your day-to-day, what you deal with, that you sincerely believe, if I'm not doing this, it has an impact on the mission, on the family. And so there, you have so much responsibility on your hand. At your age, you're, you're pushing boundaries. You believe the beauty mountain is your, your space. So if you're a stakeholder and you represent this family in the beauty world, how would you put together your beauty company as a stakeholder? When I think stakeholder, I think of a boardroom and a table with important individuals who have their say in how something is run. That's exactly the opportunity God has given us. That we're not just turning up on a Sunday. This is actually ours. We're involved in the day-to-day and the running of this. This is ours. It's with that kind of importance that you hold Monday and you take Tuesday because there's something that without you there won't be progress in that side. I I so much love the diversity of this family. The diversity of the family lets us know that we're doing our job in the two things that are important to the family and to the company. What are those two things? Can I hear you? Seed and souls. It's always been that. If you check back to all the words you've heard up until now, it's always just been summarized as seed and souls. You can reduce that a little bit. Don't, don't take it too deep, too early. Do you know what I mean? Like, the Saturday leadership class. I'm not going to preach about revelation and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you have to watch Pastor Elohim when he's playing this stuff and Pastor Bookie so you know the temperature of the floor. Because once you go to no, 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 then I'm like, okay, so what am I meant to say now? I'm just, just in. <laughs> Smile for me, Pastor Binta. Wow, 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 wow. What a beautiful, beautiful smile. Huh? Beautiful. You know, you have that auntie that can't pronounce beautiful. She just says beautiful. I was informed. And in fact, you informed me. Why do these kind of things happen to you? I know I was warned not to talk about it, but I'm sorry. It's, it's like my mission to disclose this to the family. I, I believe it's my mission. Let, let's, we're a family. Pastor Binta is on his scooter. Uh, Luke, look at this woman next to you there. She's on a scooter, you know, not moped or scooter. Then she fell. 
on the scooter and as big as you are, I'm sorry, um, as proportionally made as you are, instead of you to fall on your back now, why did God create all those stuffs for you? All those things you're packing and hiding in certain places. Fall on your back. This Pastor Binta falls on her face. And she broke her teeth. The smile you see now is after the dentist. This is the aftermath, the solution. So the nation didn't get to see it. She wasn't having it. <laughs> I have to commend you for doing it so fast though. Because I was really hoping I can... So when I heard, oh, Binta has fallen, she's cracked her teeth. I said, wow. Um... How bad is it? So it's really bad. I was like, this is amazing. Is she going to be around on Saturday so I can preach about it and have her stand next to me and smile? But she ran quick to dentist. She wasn't having it. She dealt with the issue, man. And after dealing with the issue, she sent me the bill. How winter? She said to me, Sir, it's your responsibility to pay this bill for me. I said, call Pastor Mariam and ask Pastor Mariam what happened to her in, um, when was it, Mariam? 20 what? 2018, when Mariam's tooth was also paining her and she came to me, oh, sir, can I spend some money to get my teeth done? This is in the midst of seed sowing and things. So I asked Mariam, how much is the bill? She said, one k. I said, no, no, no. You go without. Um, you can, you're strong. You can deal with the pain. I said, go and call Mariam and get history of how I deal with tooth matter. <laughs> I love you. You're, you're so awesome. You need to just always be beside me so I can always have banters and things. You're an amazing person. Don't try and become serious. I think on her birthday, she tried to be serious. We were bantering her. She didn't respond. But Binta, you don't understand. You are made for banter. You are created for... If you decide to not accept the banter, you disappear into the nation, you know. You're made to just make Pio happy and smile. It's a good thing, not bad. <laughs> anyway. When Peter was preaching and he said, all he can see is Zumbe, Zumbe. <laughs> I always wonder what that Zumba stuff is. We love you, Binta. Calm down. I know you're going through your phone to see who's attacking. Nobody's attacking you. Chill. Violate then say I love you. It's not violation. If you check the history of me and Binta, so they, maybe they don't know the history. We have a history. The history of me and Binta. That's Piho, as she calls me, and Pastor Binta. It's a long history. We've quite very close not quite we're very close and pastor sam is involved in this relationship he's the good guy but anyway as i was saying so we've come to speak about on this day money part three and i don't think we can discuss money if we can't discuss what pt mentioned yesterday And I think yesterday let me understand why the world always tells us you must have a passion for what you're doing or a love for what you're doing if you're going to make money. You know you hear that a lot, right? 
want to make money, but is it your passion? They sold many books, books like The Secret. I heard Stephen read The Secret when he was in jail. I won't, that, wouldn't that have made you more upset that you're inside though? No? At least you read something, sure. Yeah. Books like The Secret will tell you uh, it's gravitating to your passion and all those things that they say, sure. Then you have sometimes your souls come up to you saying, I'm not sure about what I'm doing right now. You know, I just think, I don't know my, my, my passion. Some people have substituted the word passion for my calling, but what they really want to tell you is my passion, not my call. Because you see, call is a whole different thing. Call does not consider your emotional stance towards it. And that's what true love is. True love is not emotional. But the way it's looked at and perceived from the worldview is that thing that you're in love with as an emotionally in love with. I don't think Jesus had an emotional connection to go and die. But there must be love there for that mission to be complete. So the power of passion is what we want to talk about this afternoon or this morning. And I'm just going to make this as simple and as um, calm as possible because of our number and also because of those that I need to get it. The real translation of love is a word called commitment. And I need you to write that down. So it's sometimes translated in the world through getting married and putting a ring on your finger. They call that ring your commitments. But these are not the true translation of it, which is why, of course, marriages still break down and things don't work out. Commitment is your definition of love. It goes beyond emotional discussions. It goes beyond the emotional, meaning if you wake up and you're not in the mood, you will still do it. Are you with me? If you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, have you heard that term, waking up on the wrong side of the bed? So you're not in the mood to do anyone's eyebrows. I'm sure you get those days. At least it's not like a dentist who has to see different people's mouth every morning. Because some mornings he might just feel like, I don't want to smell anything mad this morning though. You know, I remember seeing a study where it said dentists and train drivers are the top two most depressed careers with, that, that go through depression in the world. And I thought about it and I said, you know, if I'm looking at bed different plaque every morning, it's going to be... You don't know what to expect every morning. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's certainly an experience because it's something new every day. You can see someone who's wearing a suit and looks so nice and well put together and you're thinking, I'm sure he's fine. Then he opens his mouth and then you're thinking, no. They will have many questions. You know, Pastor, Dr. Emma's smiling and laughing because she has her colleagues, I'm sure. They have scary stories. 
But even despite that, still turning up, the maturity to continue is called commitment. That's actually love. Beyond feelings, the things that I push on to do, Reese, we train together. What an interesting training we had yesterday. Wow. Do you have the video of the training aftermath of me and Reese? Do you guys have it? Yeah, play the video. Don't be scared, guys. <laughs> so you can see him with all the blood on his on his shirt. No, I didn't do that. Okay, maybe I should have explained this well before I played it. Um, I didn't do it to him. We have a crazy Russian boxing trainer. Hello, I'm not Russian. Hear me well, oh, you people. We have a crazy Russian. But oh yeah, come, please, evidence, because this is how they'll send you to jail. Greece, come here, come here, come here. <laughs> huh. Imagine you've hurt a white man in your house. You're a black man. Hey, this is recipe for jail. Come here, Joe, please. All right, this is Reese, guys. He's fine, as you can see. He's perfect. Okay, you have to move the camera a little bit. He's well, super well, right? You're well. Yeah, I'm good. He's fine. He's in good health. Yeah, good health. Yeah, okay. So we have a crazy Russian boxing trainer. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. It is not P.O. It is not me. No, it's not P.O. No, it's the Russian guy. <laughs> <laughs> And, and for those of you who know, you can't force someone to say these kind of things, isn't it? No, no, you can't, no. <laughs> there you go. So, the, well done. You've done great. So also, cheers. I'm acquitted. I'm free. I'm free. I, I know that's why it's even more funny, because I know you guys are like, oh, my days. Pio's threatening this guy. We have a crazy Russian trainer who we train with. And um, he said, okay, so you guys are going to do rounds against me. So I do my round. He uh, Reese does his round. But man, he was saying to Reese, um, God, 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 God. But I couldn't think, I don't think you could hear him really saying the God thing. But to be fair, Reese has just started. He gave him one mad hook, man. One boss. One gave him one mad hook. So as soon as I saw Reese's head move, like... <laughs> you know the movies where the spit does... So as soon as I saw... I was watching like... Eh. As far as he doesn't drop, as far as he's fine, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, not long later, I just saw the blood on the floor. I said, um, Reese... I get that your days, but go and get wipes and clean that thing. <laughs> so, yes, sir. <laughs> I love leadership. He's such a soldier. It was bloody and everything. I said, go get wipe and clean the floor. I'm not doing my session with that. <laughs> Despite that, didn't you get a thrill, uh, adrenaline after? 
like, yeah, I love this. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> Everyone's like, uh-huh. <laughs> so commitment <laughs> to push through, that's love. I have to show you that because come Monday, we're going to be back in training again. And to let you know, such has happened to me too, fighting with this Uncle Russia, as we call him. We call him Uncle Russia. Such has happened to me too. I just put my glasses on and you guys can't see the, the scars of the training. But commitment makes you push through. So, there's so much that we were looking for the feeling and the euphoria for us to think is your thing or your passion. And I'm just letting you know that that feeling does not exist when it comes to being a money maker. What money understands is commitment. Because when it comes to money, especially when you have a target, it's usually a target of a money you don't have at the present time. And PT made it clear to us that it is by love that you're able to break the law. The thing that is so visible that keeps you in a constraint is the law. So there may be a law that says in order to make a hundred pounds, you need to get this type of job. And it's fine, you can obey that and get that job, but there is type of result that can only come if you have the passion and commitment that comes from love. Meaning that you're sticking to something till you see an expected result. Then a certain type of money comes from it only through commitment. So what I'm saying to you this morning, you have to be committed if you're going to be a part of the stakeholders that are responsible for a next level of finances. And I have to commend you for where you are right now. You are all already doing things that are not easy to do. You are all already pushing companies to the level that others cannot push them. From Zaheer making a 8 or 10k monthly, you are all doing things that others are not able to do but you're going to have to, like Pastor Nikki said, a, a new version of you. I love that. You have, to, you have to submit a new version of yourself. You have to be committed on another level if you're going to be responsible for ushering in finances to another level. And what does love make you do? Have you, You've heard them say this in the world. Love makes you do crazy things. Do you, do you know that saying? Love makes you do crazy things? Have you heard it before? If you're like Pastor Mariam and you watch those... Um, What's that show you watch that you believe is so awesome? Anything Mariam watches, she believes is the best thing. What's the show again? Glamour, something, something. Gossip Girls, uh-huh, Dynasty. If you watch those kind of stuff, you see them excuse the most 
irrational behavior, like the person that commented said, the most violation, they excuse the most violation to, I'm in love. That's the moment in the film where Marion goes, oh. And then Maddie starts hugging Money May. I call her Money May's mom. That's Money May's mom because she's so close to the dog. Love makes you do crazy things. So when Pastor Toby mentions that as soon as love gets into the equation, a law is going to get broken. Did you note that down when PT said that? As soon as love gets into the equation of anything, you're going to break some laws. So do not excuse yourself for being in love. If there are laws that you've broken in business or laws that you've broken in a negotiation, socially constructed laws, they're not the Ten Commandments of this world. They're socially constructed like it's not fair for you to do this, but love will make you do the things that others think are not fair. So they, they paint a picture of those who are rich and wealthy as, as if they're evil and loveless. No, they love the most. The thing is, love made them tra trample and tread on grounds that were a socially um, social violation. Love made certain businessmen pay people minimum wage because they needed their product built not because they wanted to be rich they needed enough workers so they paid a minimum wage and the poor would complain to say can you see how they pay us minimum wage but you're still at work that's his love life and don't don't get involved in it i'm just saying that if we're now on this new trajectory of responsibility Go and check the gauge meter of your love life, your commitment and your passion towards whatever you're doing and I need you to reconcile with the fact that you're going to break some laws. I'm not talking about laws that get you into jail. I'm talking about socially constructed laws. It's a socially constructed law that maybe you don't work at a certain time. It could be so. I don't know what kind of laws. Do you know that there are laws stored up in your heart you don't know about? It's love that will expose parts of you that you didn't know this was a thing. When did I make this a thing to sleep at 11? And all of a sudden you're in love with a project or you're in love with a mission and you see yourself sleeping at 4, 5, and your body is a bit confused, like, hang on a minute, we, this is not normal for us. We shouldn't be doing this. I'm saying to you, there's commitment that comes from the realm of love that will make you bring results from the unseen, results that you've never seen before. Because love will make you do the crazy things. Love will have you. really obsessed now obsessed is not reading something over and over again obsessed is not oh, i'm so obsessed that's why i'm always on youtube i'm watching 
uh, Michael Jordan or something. Like me, I'm always watching Michael Jordan. I, I, the first person I put in my office is Michael Jordan. I'm not obsessed with Michael Jordan. Don't mistaken repetition of action for obsession. You can easily fall into the trap of that. You cannot force love. It comes from commitment. In the midst of doing what you're supposed to do, even when you're not supposed to, even when you don't feel like you're supposed to do it, or you're not in the mood to do it, then love kicks in because it knows that this is love. Then you start really doing things. Sometimes I wonder why I come up with the best solutions even when I don't want to sit down in a meeting, even when I don't want to be sitting next to someone, even when I don't want to consider. Sometimes I ask myself, why do I not want to sit down and look at my finances for myself? It's the parts that you don't like. We all like to spend money. Who here like wants to, likes to spend money? Come on, you like to spend money. Now, who here wants to do the accounting to see the reality of what you spend at the end of the day or at the end of the week? Nobody, nobody really, really likes to do that. But I realize that the actions that are not the best feeling actions. We don't, you don't get the euphoria from those actions. Love is hidden there. So all of a sudden, when I become intentional about my giving, and I'm intentional on calculating my giving from 2016, those of you who raised up your hands as 2016 babies, it's great to applaud you, but have you ever sat down to check your giving from 2016? to your giving to 2022? Have you checked your, your giving story so you can see the true picture about yourself? Not the picture that your leader tells you in leaders meeting like, oh, you're growing and I think you're growing right now. And I think you're doing so well and yeah, we're just looking forward to you getting to the next level. Yeah, it's nice. Check your giving story now and recall how you were committed to giving when you had and when you didn't have. Then you can see your commitment towards that thing. What is this definition of commitment? Commitment definition. Thank you. Willingness to give your time and energy to a job, activity or something that you believe in. Thank you. Willingness to give yourself time and energy towards something that you believe in, irregardless of how you feel. I think today's leadership class is just asking for a much deeper maturity from you, irregardless of where you are right now, just asking you to step up your level in, in regards to maturity when it comes to two subjects that is sowing and seed sowing. 
the reason why a money person should be committed to soul winning is because you can't build anything without partnership just like Pastor Nikki said yesterday you can't build anything sustainable without people it's impossible you can remove this now let me see the comment it's impossible to build something huge as your own so even in the the social constructed laws of this country united kingdom there's a difference between a sole trader and a corporation a sole trader suggests that you're the only person running the company so they expect your finances to look a certain way because it's just you kind of thing but if you're a corporation and you're a company with an objective that relies on the gathering of other people then when you're opening banking for such company they expect numbers of a different caliber as to the sole trader I'm saying to you that your commitment towards souls has to go up because how then do you add towards your projects? How do you build teams? Unless you want to build teams by LinkedIn job application ad, which is fine, but it's too expensive. I think that the word helps us to get a discount on people. You can write that down. I think it's possible for me to meet Reese in this life and work with Reese in this life. But what it would cost me without the word. But if I meet Reese with the word, it's a discount on the person because it's by this word that all men were made by this word so your commitment is just on two things for you to be great love God love people simple if you're going to be world leaders billionaires of the next life of this generation your commitment to those two things cannot sway it's what it takes to make what's it called city city welfare greater than Oxfam what it takes to get city welfare greater than what's another one Salvation Army is going to need more people and it's going to need more finances both things that you can't comprehend in the now but with commitment with commitment you give word to one person and you get that person on a discount towards city welfare. And you don't understand that the more people you add to your number, you're just giving the word more people to feed. So you remember the word on Thursday night that with five loaves, 5,000 were fed. I don't think Christ was too concerned about the five loaves. But it said that he had a compassion. Are you with me? He had a love for who and for what? For the 5,000 that were hungry. 
that the commitment has to remain on seed and souls the moment the leader has seen the people and commitment to feed has gone towards the number 5,000. It doesn't matter if there's five loads, it will feed them. So this morning or this afternoon, I'm coming to deconstruct your mind in the regards to money. You do not need to have a hundred K in your account in order to be a multi-billionaire. You just need to share the commitments and the compassions, the love that they supposedly have. Just take your love life to the next level. Raise up the level of your commitment and you will see yourself behave as someone with a billion dollars. What matters is how you live the life. Not, it doesn't matter what you see in your account. It's how you, the life you live. That's what you're judged on as the family, isn't it? How many of you have they seen your bank account? But they see your lifestyle. They see the way you behave. They see the way you live and they believe you're multi-millionaires. So that's what you call yourself. You don't go away to say, they think I'm a millionaire. No, I am. My level of commitment puts me in the bracket of those who are responsible for billions and billions of people and money. So this afternoon, I want to raise my level of commitment. The moment you raise your level of commitment, you become a stakeholder. A stakeholder has something on the line. Much more than a placeholder. Everything has been committed into something as a stakeholder. Andre, are you here? Is Andre here? I thought Andre was on the list. Why is he not here? As a stakeholder, you've put much more on the line. You've committed things. Your commitment can't be doubted. Stakeholders don't argue on, on what they're rewarded. They don't argue because they know what they've put down. Do you understand? You're a stakeholder in Nike and you just invested 100 pound shares. At the end of the year, if they pay you 13 pence, will you complain? You put down 100 pounds. <laughs> This is how it works. Our job this morning is to deconstruct our thoughts about money and how it works. It is the unseen that is guided. It is the seen, sorry, that is guided by the unseen. Your commitment and your passion will guide certain finances to you. But first you must be committed and show your commitment. So it's so interesting that even though God so loved the world and tried to save the world, he sent Moses, he sent Abraham, sent Elijah, still could not get the world with those kind of guys because 
what he's putting down does not match what he's expecting. The world is actually saying to God, show us a greater commitment if you want us. Because you love men so much. Tries to send Joseph, but it doesn't work. And you have generations of men being sent to the to world, to the men, to men to save the world. But the price of those men just does not amount to the price of the world. You need a greater commitment. That's what the, the ground is crying out to God to say, you need a greater commitment if you're going to win us back. So that's how you get to John 3.16. I think you want to read something for me. John 3.16 Amplified. Right. For God so greatly loved mm-hmm. and dearly prized the world. So he greatly loves and then greatly prized the world. That he even gave his one and only begotten son. That's commitment there. So I, I want you to go back into your notes and reconsider the targets you gave yourself that you greatly prized because you're not prizing the world. You're not God. It's fine. But there are things that you've prized, right? Like I'm supposed to be greater than... What's the, this woman that... Pastor Emma, you, you always tell me this. Jada, Jada Wada. Jada Wada. Her name is so strange and I keep on forgetting it. I'm better than Jada Wada. Is that her real name, by the way? No, it's, um, she's name change kind of stuff. I'm greater than Jada Wader, so you put a commitment behind that. Once you valued yourself and you prized yourself, it's commitment that will let you know if you have paid the price for something you valued. So I'm just telling you that there is no life right now in the UK that you should what's the word? That you should desire, is that the word? Covert, that kind of thing. Anyway, there's no other life in the UK that you should be looking at like I want to live like them. It won't make sense. You're already living like those kind of people. I'm trying to change the way you see things. I'm trying to change the way you consider yourself. I get angry when people talk about certain people around me. It it just irritates me because I sincerely believe in regards to prizing and value, I've passed that level. This is not someone we can have a conversation about. I talk about my soldiers, yes. But outside there, you cannot put me next to... Um, I keep on telling the guys this, do not put me next to Storms or Dave. Especially when I found out that when they sell out shows and stuff, they make 250k. Uh, Marion, 250k. Do you know what it takes this family to run? <laughs> do you know what some of your generals come with? The, the, the numbers that some of the guys are dealing with daily. It's about high time you start putting value where value should be put on you, on yourself, on your stuff, 
on your companies, on your people. I love watching She's You and seeing Pastor Doro. That's our person. We put value on our people so that our people know that there's a commitment here. Doro, you represent so many people. You're, even if you wake up not in the mood, because of those whom you're committed to, you can't give up. That's why I love the word commitment. The world is saying to God, show us really how much you're willing to pay for these people. Send your only son. That's, that's what he did. And he's not sending him knowing the outcome. He's sending him like, I hope this works out. If you're going to make House of Medics greater than Harley Street, because Harley Street is also houses of medics, that's how what it is. Listen, revival has already been in this country, you know. You know the Bible revival. It's already been in this country. They had um, Smith Wigglesworth and many, many strange names, Luke, that you don't know about. Don't worry. You don't need to worry yourself about that. But you see, after the Bible revival, what the word did is they created economy from there. So after holding the Bible, Oxford came. After holding the Bible, Cambridge came. After holding the Bible, um, Harley Street came. After holding the Bible, Chancery Lane came. Do you know what Chancery Lane is known for? Show me the comments. Let me see people talking. What's Chancery Lane known for? Lawyers. Come on, guys. You should know, know your city. You want to meet any lawyer who's a lawyer. If he's registered in Oak Kent Road, run. <laughs> you're going you're, you're going down if he's registered in okay <laughs> you might as well just get duty officer or duty solicitor whatever they call those ones those ones that do pro bono they're just there Doro how much do they pay those duty ones because they look really rough though like they look really rough isn't it Stephen just seeing them you just know this guy is sending me away <laughs> They look like halfway through the case, they'll just say, okay, your honor, it's fine. Just be taking him. I have um, lunch at two. Chancery Lane. After holding the Bible, Chancery Lane came. And many other socially, social constructs that came after holding the Bible. So they've had that. They're, they've, they're in nation building. That's why as a nation, they can dream about going to the moon. They can dream about going into space. So you see the reason why if you're coming to be doing church, church, church revival, that kind of thing, if you're coming to just do that, they're not really interested because been there, done that, guys. This is the peculiarness of the nation family, of the family. Because in a short time, we've been through that revolution already. You remember Avonmouth? 
We've been through that where ushers are laying hands and, 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 and moving in the word of the spirit, the gift of word of knowledge and prophesying. We've been through that. Now we're here on houses and we're really trying to get this right. So I just need you to know that we are on a crash course in making a nation, raising a nation. You're on a crash course in raising a nation. And unfortunately, or fortunately for you, because you're on a crash course, you can't afford to lose or have a lapse in concentration even for a second. Because it's not going to take years to take the, the law nation or the law mountain. It's not going to take years. It's just going to be in the blink of a moment. That's what love does. Love makes things happen out of the blue in the blink of a moment what love makes happen what commitment makes happen is results come out of nowhere if you just stick to it that's the reason why you're hearing the word today pastor doro as our representative in the law space Somewhere else, you're rolling on the floor asking the Lord to increase your wisdom so that you can understand the laws of this land. You know, there's mad prayers like that, though. <laughs> What's God's zone of increasing your knowledge and wisdom? Open a book. Have you ever heard when PT says that the things, the wisdom of God comes in after you've exhausted the knowledge of man? So how can you be a top-class lawyer if you've not taken your time to consider laws? Sit down, reading books. That's, these are the practical things we have to make sure we understand. Commitment puts us through. You will not be a top construction billionaire, Pastor Wesley, if you think it's just going to be down to prayer night on, in August 7th. If you don't actually, after, before this and after this, sit down to consider what this world and this land is doing when it comes to logistics. I sat down, at the time I sat down with someone and he's leading a logistics company. I had a meeting with him when I first started Night Shield and he said to me, you see, what he's doing right now is he's changing all his vans and he's buying electric vans even though they're expensive but he's realized that what the government's going to do in the coming years is there's going to be a subsidy or a kind of vat that is exempted for those who have electric vans so he's going to be able to be claiming you know hardly anyone makes money from their business by the way so don't get upset, K. Cyrus, if you don't sell one billion um, lip gloss. If you're waiting to sell one billion lip gloss to make a billion pounds, you will never be a billionaire, I'll tell you now. <laughs> it is the consideration of laws, but love helps you break them. From VATs that were holding you down, but you, out of love, you found your loophole out of it. Then you find yourself in this swimming pool of money every quarter because you are allowed to because love helped you break a law that held you under constraints. 
So that's how global leaders ought to hear the word. Not hearing the word, looking for the prayer that will save you from the things that are challenging you in your business or your house. No, you're hearing the word, committed to hear the things that are not being said from the word. When I start hearing the word, but hearing what's not being said plainly. I can simplify that to you by saying to you, sometimes I'm listening to a SoundCloud and even though PT is talking about crypto and laws and this and that, because of my commitment, in the middle of that, maybe 20 minutes into that word, I've just figured out what to do when it comes to recruitment. Or you've just figured out the role for one of your soldiers that helps them to flourish. Their flourishing helps you break down laws that stopped you in certain place. That's the importance of this. Yes, that's right. Rebates. Thank you for saying rebates. So don't think. I, I, I remember when I looked at the, um, I was watching Bloomberg and I saw BlackRock announce their annual earnings. And they announced a loss boldly. <laughs> you can announce a loss, but like, like Michael is saying, according to your rebates, you made money. Rebates is like commission. So they know that if they announce profit, they'll be taxed. But if I just say, I didn't make nothing, um, it's just commission that's working here. You could have made a trillion on the commission. But if you're not committed to look into your work, looking into it, the things that are hidden from you, as Lady Joe, the things that are hidden in plain sight won't come to view and into action if you're not committed. If you think that two years down the line, one spiritual moment will happen and, and the Spirit of God will fill you and then you see something and then well, that's how I now made. No, it's not going to work that way. I've learned something from mobilization. Week by week by week, putting on parties, limitless parties, and the parties just keep on growing. Because you're committed to constantly entertaining people just keep on turning up so soul winning is not really like a mystery it's down to your mobilization drive growing your company and growing people to work within your company is not a mystery how much time did you make to establishing the souls that you want from your mobilization how many people did you talk to sit down with try to understand where they've come from the silly questions and the, and the wise questions how many of them did you hear it's not fun but if you're committed you'll be rewarded with something you did not see the boys are here Ralph is here Carlo is here we're not here four weeks ago 
We're not here five weeks ago. But I guarantee you that there's going to be something that we can celebrate as a result of them being here. Your commitment has to remain on the two things that matter in your life. Seed and souls. So I can take you on a soul journey and I can take you on a seed journey. Pastor Nikki told us on her, took us on a soul journey telling us the souls that came from the elite family. It's correct to do so. A PO can take you on a seed journey to tell you that these guys you, you see here in Paul's, it's not really like they respect me as such because I'm just me. There's been a seed journey. You can't send people to do things that you've not done yourself. So if we're putting down 100k for something, it's because Mpez and Pac have seen me have 100k and lay it down. Has to be a recollection like you're a family heirloom, you're handing down stories of commitments that you've had so that you can continue a journey. All we're going to have in the end is the commitments that we had towards the work. Are you with me, guys? The commitments that you have towards the work, that's all you're going to have in the end. So I want to round up on that note. What do you want to read for me? Psalm 69, verse 9, TPT. Yes. My love for you has my heart on fire. Unbelievable. My passion for your house consumes me. I love this scripture. Make sure you take note of this scripture. Nothing will turn me away. Read that again for me. My love for you has my heart on fire. My love for you has my heart on fire. Uh huh. My passion for your house consumes me. Passion for what? Do you see what I'm saying about the commitment? You have to be committed. The biggest thing you're going to have in front of you as a commitment is the family. If you have a commitment to be a part of the family and have a use in the family, you will see two parts of your life increase. Seed and souls. Simple. There's no way around it. I'm telling you this. He said, nothing will turn me away even though I endure all the insults of those who insult you committed. I'm curious, what's number verse 10 say? When they see me seeking for more of you with weeping and fasting, they all just scoff and scorn at my passion. So that's, this is just commitment, guys. Are you ready to look crazy for something? Are you ready to look insane for something? Are you ready to tread on toes for something? Are you ready to look like you're violating for something? I need you to make up your mind if you're ready to look like you're violating for something because unless you've decided to violate on behalf of that thing you're committed to, you're not going to grow in seed and souls. So when you're seeing people getting attacked online or those who get attacked for the family, it's because they're committed to it. And if you're still shying away from a moment how someone sees you online, you're not committed. 
Go and check your seed and soul life. It's not there. Because those who are committed and have resigned to the fact that they're going to look like they're violating. They're going to look like they're crushing all kinds of laws. Those people's life, check their seed and soul's life, flourishing. There's something about commitment. So on Sunday, on Monday, on Tuesday, when we get ready for another week, we've been in this time of remembrance because God just letting us know, are you still committed? Why did God ask you to remember? He wants to know, are you committed? Are you still committed to building your family the way you built when you were in Tulsa Hill? In the nursery, with no proper choir, with no nice environment, with no Lambo, no Lambo around, just the word. Are you still committed to that level? Are you still committed to the level of building when there was no Lady Joanna? Where there's no gloss salad? All you're doing is buying deodorant for your leader and buying hand cream when there's nothing to look forward to. Where there's no trip to Dubai. Dubai trip, by the way, was so awesome. Uh, we'll get into that after this. There's something to talk about. Are you, are you committed? If, if you can prove your commitment, those two things in your life will never be the same. The way you interact and you, you reproduce soldiers will, will, will drastically increase. I don't know what it is about people. They, people like to see someone passionate about something. The, it, the, the human being is so interesting of a design of, of, of a creature, you think that someone is looking down at you for being crazy in service and passionate about God, but the moment you're being crazy and passionate about God in service is the moment those whom you've invited are looking at you like, I want to be like that. You think you're being cool by being calm. No, you're missing out an opportunity to really win the life and soul of the person you invited. I don't, I don't know why humans are like this. So please consider these things. Consider that the more you showed yourself committed to your leader is the more you gained followers. I was just protocoling, drive PT here and there, do this, do that, um, carry the Bible for PT. Then I come to Tulsa Hill and I just talk for a few minutes and then the spirit of God breaks out and I've never ever and I know leader has ever done this but you've nobody's ever exalt themselves to say hey I'm I'm better than PT but from the mere fact of followership other people decided to follow you it's strange human beings are strange I can't explain it human beings just like to see commitment I guess so there's another phrase that I'll end with that they always mention with money and they always say, put your money where your mouth is. That's commitment. I get that you're telling me about this, that, this, that, but if we really put our money where our mouth is, we should talk about the gloss salon as what it is, not what people think it is, what we think, what we believe it is. 
that's how you raise a million pounds. So I understand how to raise money now. You just keep on talking, showing you have a commitment into something. So people can sense when you're not committed. You can be talking up a big show on something, but they know you're not coming. They know she's not put a penny into that thing. You can only get 10K investor if that's the kind of money you've put into your thing. If you've not committed yourself past revenues of 10K, can't talk to a 500K person. They will know. This person, no. They're looking at your thing. I think me and Pastor Sam have been on a mobilization drive and I've been sharing with the guys and everyone. Just have an investor that just calls me and just sends money. Just, he just knows commitment. He just knows this guy is committed. So I'm, I appeal to you this afternoon as we begin to round up this morning. I don't like to take time on Saturday morning. Go and check areas of commitment. Don't book meeting with your leader. Just check areas of commitment. Some of you, it could be commitment in, in following of leadership. For some of you, it could be that. It could be that you dropped your responsibility. Pardon me. You dropped your responsibility in, in followership. I don't drop my responsibility in followership. I was, I was, <laughs> as soon as we hit 30 or so, PT said, you big men can't be following me around. Go do your thing. I made sure that some way, somehow I'm still there. I just know my commitment. Some of you, you're, you're just, you're too much in a rush to, to fly the nest, as they say. Too much in a rush for your leader to empower you. Not knowing that it's your commitment to your leader in whatever service you're doing that was raising you and exalting you. Okay, maybe not for your lead, maybe not in the actual fellowship, but some of you may have had a duty in your family. They gave you a duty to be a mobilizer or they gave you the duty to clean the house or something, I don't know. Gave you a duty. But you so much look forward to the end of the duty, meaning you're like, I can't wait till I've graduated from this. Why can't you get lost in your commitment? You know, you can get lost in a commitment and you don't understand really that this thing looks like a small thing. To you in your mind, is the biggest thing in the world. You're lost in it. You think I really give a crap that I'm a protocol. Like carrying someone's bag and Bible. I, I'm so overjoyed to do it. I'm lost in the commitment. It's, it's, the, it's, the lost, it's the being lost in that commitment that added some of you to the polls. I believe so. Yes, you can clap for that. Go and check those things that you, you, you're committed to because that's love. That's you doing things beyond the feeling. Pastor Mariam said something for you to do in the love house and it's not what you want to do. You don't have the nice feeling to do that thing. Emotionally, it's not the most glamorous role. 
in the house. Let me tell you, the more pity keeps on mentioning love house, you're under a spotlight. Make sure as ladies within the house, you're on point because spotlight just comes with disgrace sometimes. The spotlight is there, everyone's looking. Now people can see you clearly. That's what spotlight does. You were in the shadow, but now with spotlight, we can notice that Phaedra doesn't pronounce her T's properly. I know that looks like a small thing, but you've been calling yourself chief editor. And some people just want to find any little thing to pick at. So go back and check your places of commitment, guys, this morning. As we begin to round up this leadership class, it's the checking of my areas of commitment that show what I love. Not my feeling. Even if I don't feel in the mood to do something, let me go back and check the things that regardless of my feeling, I keep on doing. That's what you love. I hope it doesn't point you in anything wrong. I hope it only points you to right things. Meaning that even with, despite how I feel, I'm by Pete Sam's side or I'm by Pastor Nikki's side or I'm by Pastor Ehediwa's side. Whatever, I don't know what your commitment is in your family, but go and check those areas of commitments. That's what gives you the, the fire burning heart to keep on sowing and keep on winning souls. Resting in my place of commitment, not in the place how I, I just love to do this thing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The moments you feel you love to do it, go and make sure you check the days where you didn't love to do it. If you can't find the days you didn't love to do it, you don't love that thing. Go on, go. So it's, it's hidden somewhere else. Finances are hidden somewhere else. I'm telling you. Because love is not an emotional thing. The love that we speak about from the, from the firepower of the word is not an emotional thing. For God so loved the world. Did, is there not a part where he said, I'm going to wipe these people out. I'm sick and tired. Let's just send a flood and, and wipe them out. He can only say he loves us because he's been mad at us before. And not feeling us. Not feeling us today. I'm not feeling guys today. That's what I want to leave you on this afternoon and this morning. Wherever you are, Have your brunch. Fellowship with your family. Get ready for Sunday. Sunday is going to be awesome. It's going to be powerful. I hope you're prepared for what's going to be another great installment in the family. But before Sunday, please come committed. That's stakeholder lifestyle. Turn up to your house, to the living room of your house as you tune in, as if we're going to be broadcasting. Sit on that chair committed. Sit on that chair committed so that as you hear the word, you will hear the things that you should do to get results that you can't see because you're committed. So I don't need to be brilliant. I don't need to be a a genius mind. God just wants me to be committed. 
he wants me to show my resolute commitment to something. And he will speak to me about things. He will show me things that are hidden in plain sight. I want that. I want love to show me laws that can be broken because they're hidden in plain sight. That break me loose into finances in the beauty space. So I don't actually need to do eyebrows for 10,000 people. Because I've found what I should do to take Lady Jo into earning 40k, 50 a month. There are salons doing that. To take Gloss Salon to 150k a month. Yes, we can buy the machines. It's good. But also, those who are there, they should be committed. Meaning like, you're meeting Lady Jo doing your eyebrow, but it's not a normal person. She has a commitment. You know, other salon people, their commitment is Ibiza or what's those places at the end of the year where they travel? Ayanapa. Talk to me, my old man. Uh-huh. You know, Ayanapa. Go on, Reese, where else? No? Don't pretend you don't go holiday, Reese. Come on. Ayanapa and all this. That's all she's doing, your eyebrow, but she's thinking about Ayanapa. I'm telling you. You need to know that you're different, guys. Across this nation, you need to know you're different. Like, you're tapped. Like, you turn up to your law thing, but you're just thinking, huh, I'm spying the land. <laughs> it's not normal. Normal people don't turn up to work saying, I'm spying the land. <laughs> no. You understand? People just go to work to make their 4K and then go home and then pilot up and then do Iron Marbella. Maddie pre-nation is... The happiest time you see Maddie is when she's um, colored herself black, bronze, brown, giving herself fake tan. That's the happiest time you see Maddie. Where is she? Why is she not here? Uh-huh. Commitment. She's at the gloss doing what? Picking up delivery. Yeah. I would love to do a leadership class. I know Dr. Emma is just streaming in from so so country as director of her HOM in partnership with... Um, uh, what do I always say? World Health Organization. And they're just solving one next new mad disease that's ravaging people somewhere. Then I can say, Dr. Emma's tuned in. Da, 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 da. It's, a, it's good. So I just believe that what makes us different, guys, is our commitment to certain things. Commitment is what makes your leader fly out on a Sunday and come back on a Wednesday. It was just commitment to do something. Went to Dubai, very hot place. It was 53 degrees in Dubai. Can you imagine that that is heaven for Luke and Scott? And that's, that's heaven for you guys, right? Tans galore. Maddie's heaven. My hell. PK, PK said to me, Sir, <laughs> do you have some time for me? Because we finished. Uh, Bigger just looked at me and said, Sir, this, this is what hell is like, you know. I said, How do you know what hell is like, PK? 53 degrees. PK is the most interesting person to travel with. 
Have you ever traveled with him, Lady Jo? Ah. Ah. So you've been traveling, huh? Okay. Check on that information. VK has always got something to say, man. Even in the plane. Damn. I, it's like it's like taking Beckton into the plane, Stephen. It's like grabbing Beckton into the plane. You're moving the chair and doing the things that. Wow, wow, wow. I'm just saying, wow, wow, wow. That's all I'm hearing. Then he adjusted his chair. I don't think he's used to putting the chair. So he adjusted his chair and then the thing flung back like bam to the woman behind. So I was like, oh my days. Then PK, without his curly head, he looked back at her and said, oh, you're right. I was just thinking, oh my, this guy, don't get us kicked off this flight. <laughs> I said, PK, calm, calm down. You're okay. You all right? So yeah, yeah. We had, he, he, he was, no, I love this guy. He's, he's awesome. I'm the best person to travel. You are, though. You're entertainment. I swear, PK, you're entertainment to travel with. Get into the plane, and PK came with this big suitcase like he's going back to Congo. I said, PK, we're going for like practically 48 hours. So, yes, sir, I checked the measurements. This, is a, this qualifies as a hand luggage. I said, we're not, please don't take us to start arguing with people on the plane that this is a hand luggage. So when we got into the cabin now, he's trying to put it in and it wasn't fitting. I said, I told you, this thing is not a hand luggage. So, sir, wait for me, I'll be back. He's disappeared. Then come back without this. I said, PK, where did you put it? I said, oh, I found something. I just said, you know, I don't want to know. It's fine. Let's just sit down. Nobody, should, people should just not know that we're on this flight. Aye, you gotta love PK. I'm telling you. So on the way back, he was fed up of Dubai by then. He couldn't wait to come back to London because of the heat. Because he said this is hell, and I agreed with him. It's 53 degrees. Do you know what that feels like? All PK kept on saying is sirloin. Sirloin. I said, what is this man saying? What is sirloin? Sirloin. Then I clocked, he's saying that the heat is cooking us like sirloin steak. <laughs> and if every few seconds, all I is sirloin, man. Sirloin. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm trying to clock, what does this mean? But I don't want to look silly, like, BK, I don't get you. So I'm just waiting, waiting, waiting. Then he says, sir, this, this thing is cooking us like sirloin steak. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> So on the way back, I put my passport in. You know they do the automatic stuff now. So I put my passport in. The barriers have opened. On the way back, I've gone through. Right. PK's put his on. It's not opening. So I look back at him and I said, uh, sorry, sorry, bro. He said, no, nah, Pio, you're going to have to come back, man. You're not, you're not going nowhere without me because you know the funny thing of that country they jail people for anything so that's like a um, you know that's his worst trauma so for him they were telling him stories oh we jailed this man 25 years for using CBD oil come on CBD oil even me I don't use those things but I'm just thinking that's not 25 years though come on then the United Kingdom government complained so they removed 10 years so the guy did 15 years for CBD oil. Another guy dropped his um, card or, or something, ring in the lift. Someone picked it up and went home. 
two days later, they knocked on that guy's door. You picked up something, right? Ah, they put that one in jail. Ten years. I'm thinking, these guys don't play. So imagine PK hearing all these stories of easy jail, just like that. He's just thinking, we need to get out. We need to get out. Uh, congratulations to Naomi. She's, um, what did you pass again? You're, you got your job as what, police officer? Prison guard. Wow. It's so ironic, isn't it? So Naomi is PK's sister, and we're congratulating her for her job as a prison guard. And she, her, listen, her vision is to become a police officer. Isn't that so interesting? So when PT was telling PK, PK, the height of your maturity will be to work with gangs and police. PK fought this thing so much. So that's a snitch, man. Look, now your house is transforming. Now you have a police officer in your house. But now you're going to see the benefit of having the law within your home also. So congratulations to you, Naomi. Thank you for tuning in this, this morning. I just wanted us to just talk a little bit. It's been absolutely awesome. I know I've gone over my time by at least um, 30 minutes. I usually like to end at 11.30. What I just want you to do, have fun. It's Saturday. Sorry, excuse me. Have fun fellowshipping with your family. Whatever it is you have planned to do today.